Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review and appraise a journal article from PRS and summarise it for you in this short podcast. The full paper can be obtained from the PRS Journal website. This is Damien Marucci and Jen Law talking after the June 2016 Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery Journal Club at St Vincent's Hospital in Sydney. The next paper we looked at was the dual pedicle flap for unilateral autologous breast reconstruction revisited evolution and optimization of flap design over 15 years. This is from the MD Anderson Cancer Centre in Texas in the United States. It's from the May 2016 issue of PRS. So Jen, what was this paper about in a nutshell? This paper looked at all patients who underwent a dual pedicle flap for unilateral breast reconstruction after mastectomy over a 15-year period at MD Anderson. They found that before 2007, the dual pedicle flaps had a component of a pedicle tram, and after 2007, they progressed to two free flaps. They found that with the recipient vessel, they increasingly used the internal mammary vessels, and the thoracodorsal vessels were largely abandoned, and they also provide a lot of description in regards to their flap inset and design. They found that um, about 20 patients had complications and that was largely associated with pedicle tram flaps, both in terms of recipient and donor size. Why were they doing these dual pedicle flaps? They did these dual pedicle flaps when the patients were too thin, had prior abdominal surgery, had extensive chest wall defects, had poor perfusion across the midline and were active smokers. So what was the take home message about the paper? The take home message is that dual pedicle flaps can be an option for certain patient groups. The authors recommend a dual pedicle flap as a double free flap rather than having a component of a pedicle tram due to higher complication rates. They recommend using the internal mammary vessels in an antegrade and retrograde orientation as recipient vessels and they recommend maintaining the flap in continuity for optimal shape and projection. One of the issues which was raised in the discussion about the paper was whether Uh, the surgeons are actually limited by having the whole abdomen maintained in continuity and seeing as you're doing two microanastomoses anyway whether you can actually orientate the flap or just do your traditional stacked flap by just dividing it down the middle seeing as if you're independently creating two zone ones why do they need to be linked uh, across the midline you would seem to be limited in terms of how you can then position the flap on the chest wall. Other than that, it was widely acknowledged that this is a very interesting series from a well-regarded centre of excellence. The ability to use the retrograde flow from the internal mammary artery was confirmed in their clinical series. This adds further evidence for the use of multiple free flaps in order to reconstruct a single breast without needing to revert to the use of any prosthesis. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their ongoing support.